But Dude, don't all stick right, your all right, all right. Like I need somewhere. We have camera. We have sound. We are ready to go. We are live. This is like having a little music stand built into my leg, dude. Dude, your leg is a music stand. How's it feel? <laughs> okay, so we're coming in talking about Alan fucking Stone. Getting Stone with Alan. And we're talking stone. about meditation and being an approval addict, sitting with yourself, oh, letting things Alan go. Stone. Ooh, talking about confirmation bias. Yeah, dude. Validation, confirmation, all kinds of Asians, dude. Vacations. Not, Not the Asians. <laughs> the Asians. Asians. <laughs> the Asians. T. The next letter. Oh, dude. Systems, dude. I want to talk about systems, bro. Systems, bro. That yeah. sounds like we're about to go down an anarchy route. We're ready to go. Here comes the clap. DMT. That was good. I felt the ambiance yes, solidify right there. There it was. Dude, that clap was. When it. you feel the ambiance solidify, bro, dude, it's like it's like a moment, dude, where it's like, you know, because after somebody moves, it's like you can kind of feel that reverberation in the air, but it's like. And it settles. <laughs> what is cracking? Like the mythical dragon. Welcome everyone to Pod Heaven with Austin and Devin, the best podcast there's ever to be blessed. Oh, I don't know why I'm going with that. <laughs> Dang it! Best one in this house. In this house. <laughs> the best one in this house, recorded in my living room. <laughs> there we go. Dude, Welcome everybody. I'm digging the announcer voice, dude. That is, there is something to that. Yeah. <laughs> we are back. We most certainly are. With another action packed for episode 20. 20, bro. bro. Mind blown. What the heck? We should have something special to talk about for episode 20, bro. So we always have something special to talk about. Yeah, we you do. You know. Yeah, we do. Oh, I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, I just read your mind. You handsome devil. Oh, you. You, man, ah! I just. Boy, we just have a great time, We don't just we? have such a great time here at Pod Heaven with Austin and Devin on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Man. We're just all over the place. Just. We're just. Wow. Having a great time. Eric's like, wow, I'm I quit. The third he says. beer. Uh, uh. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about what this week? What the fuck are we talking about? That's an amazing question. Yeah, dude. We're talking about Alan fucking Stone. Uh, oh. What? Have you ever listened to Alan Stone, bro? No. Have you ever heard an Alan Stone song? No. Have you heard that song, Consider Me? That's Maybe. his number one song. Is he on the... On Spotify. He's on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's everywhere. He's is been he around the radio? for a long time. Yeah. Like when you sit in your car and you're listening to the radio, he's on that one? Pretty much. Wow. He's the radio guy, but he's re he's, re he's really creative. Like, okay. you know, he's got the pop beats and stuff, but like there's more to it. But, hmm. but what's special about his songs is just the lyrics, I think. He writes really good love songs, you know, which is pretty cliche, but. Lots of them out there. Yeah. Lots of love songs. I'm Google him. You know, he's on lots of wedding wedding playlists. I'd heard his music at weddings before, you know, because <laughs> when I'm DJing, I have to play them. Um, but one he of his songs. He looks like a hippie. Yeah, he's kind of a hippie, dude. <laughs> he's been making music for a long time. I'm pretty sure he's from Colorado. Oh. Because he has a song called Rocky Mountain or something about. Rocky Mountains? Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> in Colorado. Really? No way. Alan Stone, he's got a song called Naturally. And I just, last night, I was talking to my buddy. Shout out to my homie B. Um, that guy is a real homie, man. He's, he's, he's um, you know, I, I haven't given him credit for what a great guy he is, but he's got a good heart, man. And um, he told me I need to smoke a bowl and listen to some Alan Stone. <laughs> okay. And uh, he was like, you need to relax, bud. 
She's like, you need but, a fucking. You're, you sent it a little too hard, bud. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Damn. Oh, no. Wrong button. Oh, man. And I just played a song. Oops. Hey, he's on fire. Where's my drum? Where's my rim shot? There, there it is. is. God damn. That's called a rim shot? Yeah, I guess. That's what it's labeled We had that as. same conversation. Not, I mean, yeah. Okay. That's what it is in the computer. Yeah, in FL yeah, Studio, just, they labeled that a rim shot. But a rim shot is really where you hit the edge of the drum, right? Yeah. Fruity Loops does not know what a rim shot is. They're producers, I, man, not drummers. I wouldn't, I I guess wouldn't so. blame Fruity Loops for that, but, you know. I'm blaming Fruity Loops. <laughs> he does not like his Fruity Loops, does he? No, dude, not, the, yeah. the, the, the milk and the Fruit Loops kind of, the Fruity Loops give me a... Anyways, moving you're on. More of a pebble, <laughs> you're more of a pebble guy, is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm more of a Fruity Pebbles guy, or a yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Okay, depending on the day. I'll remember that. <laughs> so, Alan Stone, I, I, I smoked a bowl. You know, I had already taken a dab by that point, because that's kind of like my routine. But I realized, like, I haven't been smoking as much weed lately. There's something else, there's something about, like, smoking a bowl of actual weed and, like, burning it catching it on fire and like inhaling the fumes from the plant. Like, you know, when you make, when, when, when people make dabs out of weed, they cram it all in a, in a tube, in a water bottle or, or, or something. And there's other processes on how they do it, but they, they shove just a bunch of butane through that tube where the weed's in and it sucks all the crystals and the- I hope it's the, not a water bottle. Concentrate out of it. <laughs> well, if you got a ghetto set up at home, like, that, that's how- <laughs> You're getting all the uh, plastics in there too. Yeah, but- Whatever you can get your hands on. <laughs> but there's also, a, but it's, it's, you know, the stuff you're buying in the dispensary is not- is Made not from plastic made bottles. Made from plastic bottles, no. Good. And there are other ways to, of doing it. And one way is like freezing it. Uh, Damn, I don't know how it all works, but like sounds kind of like distilling almost to a certain distilling extent. your weed. You're yeah. sucking the primary ingredient out of it, and you're yes. just saying, "Here it is." You know, here's THC in its most pure form, and then you just vaporize it with a dab rig, and you know that is like a huge blast of THC compared to you know just smoking a bowl or something because <laughs> it's concentrated THC. So, dude, it's funny. Um, this day and age, THC is THC. 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 Man, drinking too much. Anyways, THC is kind of the main thing that everybody wants to get out of their weed, right? So they're yeah. we're genetically modifying the plant to produce as much THC as possible. Yes. And then you're doing a, a thing that you're talking about making dabs, which is pulling all the THC out of it and concentrating it even further, right? And one Some of, of it is like 68% THC. But you can get dabs that are ninety nine percent THC. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy, and the main and it's interesting because um, there's a lot of health benefits, right? Yeah, that comes from weed, right? Yeah. But most of the health benefits don't come from the THC; they come from everything else in it, from CBD, from the CBD, Which and the, the rest other. of the plant, right? And having all the like right ratio of you know CBD, THC, mm. um, all the different. I, I can't remember what other, there's some other things in there too, but, um, but by getting all those together and present and in a like spread out like nature intended it to be. Yeah. Right. You know, and, um, the reason that we get like so many people have just like the, the classic stoner, uh-huh. it's just like, Whoa, dude, I have no idea what's going on. Super yeah. like lazy and lethargic and stuff. Spaced. And that's what people ref- like. They they think of when they think of smoking weed. That's what they think of, right? Yeah, completely just out there. I think that's changed a little bit in the last few years. But well, generally I think, speaking, yeah, and it's going to change more because now it's legal, right? Yeah. And I think if people can start seeing the the benefits outside of just the high, mm-hmm. right? That's that could be one compartment, com, uh, one component. component thank you, nice. of it, right? And, um, but also being just like, okay, let's just put out like this, um, more pure version of what it is, yeah. you know? And then, uh, I have a feeling there's a lot of other people that think this too, but I have a feeling that the whole, like 
memory stuff and the laziness stuff will all go by the wayside at that point once we start just like because we get the full effect of it yeah right so see but the main thing i like about smoking weed i think is is the high right and that's what most people do yeah because it just makes me feel really creative you know it 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 kind of just makes me think about things from a different perspective like you know, I don't know. I was, I was, I was really upset with my homie B last night, and then I took a dab, and our whole conversation changed, and uh, I was just able to kind of, you know, let some things go, and just think about things from a different perspective. You know, when you when you go for a walk outside in the morning and you smoke a joint, like, and you put your headphones in, like, just a couple walks around the block, dude, you'll be ready to conquer anything at least me you know it affects everybody differently so so last night my homie b he told me you need to go listen to a bowl and listen to some alan stone and so i heard this song called naturally by alan stone that that really spoke to me so i wanted to read the lyrics on here it says and it's about a woman but you know weirdly i feel like this song was written about me (laughs) it says oh beautiful maiden l'oreal patron Wasting all her money on that body she keeps hating. Her ass and thighs, they don't need advice. Because the magazine rack keeps saying that her rack's the wrong size. Coffee and cigarettes. Calorie noose around the neck. Dolling up for disrespect. Popping pills and posting pics. Stressing on her waist and hips. Her body's right. The world is sick. Flower, flower, growing free. All your petals, they look good to me. And you're just the way that you should be. You're beautiful naturally. <laughs> That's that, sweet. Isn't that cute, man? <laughs> that is, is just so precious. <laughs> and that's cool. You know, it's about, it's, it's, that I, I just read the lyrics to that song earlier and I was like, is that about fat shaming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey now. And I was like, no, dude. Well, it, you know, it's just about, you know, the society standard of what we should all be and what we should look like. And specifically for women. Yeah. But yeah, you, you can take that out and, you know, apply it to a million other things. Yeah, dude. That's what's cool about music is, you know, it's not meant to mean one thing in particular. Some music, some artists are really like sticklers about it. Like, no, this is what the song is about. Like, this is what inspired me to write these lyrics, you know, but. Well, it's but, all fine and dandy, but. You know, leave it up to your fans to to interpret what they want out of it. So. Yeah, dude, listening to some Alan Stone, just smoking a bowl by myself, not being on Twitter, not talking to people, not Snapchat, not doing any of that, just meditating, you know, just just sitting there and listening to those lyrics that are so meaningful. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at the studio all day and I'm trying to figure out how to how to make songs that's going to catch people's ear and get a get us, you know, strike a nerve that that is like new and different and edgy. Uh but at the end of the day, you know, I think people just like, you know, drinking a glass of wine and listening to, who's that other guy? Uh, Louis Armstrong, you know? Old-fashioned uh, jazz singer and trumpet player. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Some of those guys like this, you know, that old style of music, live instruments, man. People miss that shit because all this stuff on the radio is polished. Plus, and we don't have live music right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Well, we do, but not... Not the same way. It's in your garage, bro. Well, yeah. Through your, through your phone and computer and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Live right. streams. There's a lot going on, man. But, you know, I've and, and I'm working really hard at my goals. But I'm also trying to find time to just sit with myself and, you know, grow in some areas. Because, you know, I just kind of went through some things that were pretty traumatic and and uh, <clears throat> made some big changes in my life. And, you know, the whole reason I did that was so I could could make more music. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, I, I, get, I just, I get really, you know, obsessed with my goals. And I was talking a little bit about my morning routine and you were telling me, dude, do you have any time to rest? <laughs> right. And so, yeah, I booked it on my, on my schedule. The way I wrote it up is I'm working 
Tuesday through Saturday. And then I'm settling down and I'm recovering on Sunday right. and Monday. But this week I just got more appointments at the studio that I just had to book on, on Sunday and Monday. And I, oh. I couldn't take those days off. I couldn't rest. And so now my morning routine is kind of faltering. And today I got like a C minus, I think. Mm. But last yesterday morning I got like a D on my morning routine. Okay. Yeah. So um, do you find that's easier to stick with your morning routine like at the beginning of the week? Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I've I've run into the same thing where my morning routine is on point Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and then Thursday, mm-hmm. not so much. Friday, not so much, and then yeah. I can I can see that there's a huge like shift in my week from the beginning to the end, you mm-hmm. know, and I can see it's right about in the middle, and it I have a feeling it's I can contribute a lot of that to my morning routine. And just not nailing that 100%. Like, if you're going to knock anything out of the out of the park all day, morning routine should be it. Because it opens up your doors to just knocking out, you know, so much more more work. Yeah. You know? No kidding, bro. Because, you know, I, I, I do struggle during, you know, after hump day, Wednesday. Yeah. You know? Whatever your Wednesday is. Yep. You know, I, I start to, I'm like, damn, I'm doing really good. You know, and I start to give myself that extra bit of slack because it's like, you know, I already crushed it three days this week, you know. And, you know, if it's the first week trying something, then three days is good and you should be happy with that. But you should always push it a little bit further. You should always go the extra mile, you know. But then there's also a time to kind of take stock, like re- related to something that I know, you know pretty you know, and I, I know pretty well, it's just fitness, you know, and when you walk into a gym, right, yeah. and you don't, you just know in you that you don't, you didn't eat, you didn't sleep very well the yeah. night before, you miss, and so then you slept in a little bit, and you missed your breakfast, uh-huh. and your day is just kind of off a little bit, and you walk into the gym, and you know if you push it, Tomorrow's going to be even worse. The next day is going to be even worse. Yeah. You know, so there's a, there is a lot of like wisdom when it comes to actually just like noticing, can I push it today? Do yeah. I have, should I push, not can I, should I push it to today? You know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's just, it's just because it's so easy to just like go, 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 go. Okay. Just, and then just pass out for two days. Mm, yeah. Go, 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 go. And just pass out for two days. Uh-huh. We just and then that just kind of sets up this thing that like, if you do have a bad day, like say you don't accomplish everything that you wanted to accomplish and mm-hmm. you set out to do for that day, then you can start to be like, dang it, and start beating yourself up and being like, man, this is stupid. I can't believe I did that. And then you kind of just derail yourself right there. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, so it's just kind of taking that. So maybe- Knowing not, when to stop. Yeah, knowing when to slow down, knowing your limits uh-huh. and- um, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot to that. Yeah, dude. I think um, you know, to a certain extent you do have to be like, you know, if I if I put in these extra four hours today, you know, if I take this extra appointment and push it for four more hours today, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna be home an hour later. No. And then if I still wanna make those beats and if I still wanna do those things I have planned for my evening, then I'm going to have a hard time waking up tomorrow because I'm going to have a late night. Yeah. You know, that's a good time to say, let's book that appointment next week. Let's go, you know, make a little bit of money some other way. And then let's hit it hard on Monday. You know, so you kind of have to get ahead. But, you know, like I right. said, I think I think it is easy to, to you, you got to really evaluate that in your head. What's the best thing for me right now? What's the best thing? for my happiness, for my career, and for, you know, my just well-being, basically. Right. My happiness, yeah. Maybe you can rem- help me remember who did this, but I think it was John Maxwell who talked about having, like, three tiers of things that you need to get done and having your big three that these need to be done today. These are super important and put those ones first. And then after that, you have the ones that are pretty important, but they're not quite as important. And that sounds like Maxwell. Yeah. And just kind of, and then having like 
the other stuff. So if you just had a really good day and you just killed it uh-huh. or you had some extra time, like an appointment quit or something, and now all of a sudden you have three more hours in your day. Yeah. Um, that you can, you know, fill it with those little things. Yes. But just having those like like planning out your days, planning out your weeks, planning out your months, uh-huh. and just being very much like, okay, these are these are non-negotiables. I don't care if you have to stay up all night, these need to get done. Yeah. Right. So because they don't get pushed off. But uh-huh. then everything else after that, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. I, I, I remember reading that somewhere in, in one of those self-help books, but it's probably Maxwell, but Dave, the way Dave showed me how to keep track of shit is just draw a fucking cross on a piece of paper. There you You've go. got four quadrants, right? Right. One, two, three, four. And then in the top left, you put the number one priority stuff. There you go. And then in the second one, you put, you know, the stuff you're going to get done that week. So maybe you could divide it up into daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals uh-huh. if you want. But me, I kind of just keep things moving through it. I'll go, well, I really need to get my car registered pretty soon. You know, I don't have to do it today, but I need to get that done soon. So let's put that in the fourth quadrant. And then that makes you kind of feel better about it because it's not like hanging on to the back of your mind. You're not like, oh, fuck, like when's my registration expire? Like, uh, what am I going to do? You know, you just write it down and you go and you think about it in that moment in the morning when you're planning your day. And I draw a new cross every day. Ever since Dave showed me this, I've been using this every day. And And it helps keep you organized. But I think it really helps to go into a app on a computer or a, you know, iPad like Notion, like we use for the podcast and everything, um, and just write down your times, your timestamps for every day, and say this is what I'm going to be doing Monday through Friday. Right. And then on Saturday and Sunday, you know, I'm going to spend four hours in the morning hanging out with my wife, and then in these, and then these four hours I'm going to spend hanging out with my kids. Then these four hours I'm going to spend making music, or I'm going to spend, you know doing my passion or growing my social media following. Like I've worked some time in to just be on Twitter every day and just use Twitter like it's supposed to be used and not just like tweeting random shit when I'm stoned. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like on the pod heaven Twitter, I went to like talk to, like replied to a bunch of tweets about podcasts. And I met this, I found this really awesome podcast called The Grindcast. And they're kind of in the new stages like we are and stuff. Nice. And so I, I was I was talking to them on Twitter. And yeah, I'll put a fucking link down there. You should go check out the Grindcast. It's a really good podcast. And uh it's about coffee. No, it's just about <laughs> grinding, dude. Just oh, being okay. on that your grind. fucking grind. Got it. Having your shit in order, dude. <laughs> Putting in that hustle. Yeah. yeah. All right. That grind. So I've been making, I've been talking to lots of people on Twitter and you know. Just being nice, I think, is 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 the best marketing plan sometimes. You know, going up because what I've been doing for my music is I've been going on people's profile or like searching music producer, hashtag music producer on Twitter. And then, you know, there's 20 posts that have been posted in the last 10 days. And usually they're producers who are making beats and selling them on BeatStars. Mm. So I'll go and listen to their beat. And then just give them a paragraph on what I thought about it. There you go. And do 10 of those. And I went from 68 followers to 82 followers. In one day? In two days. Yeah. See, that's... that's But I went from zero to 68 in like a year. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There is is something to be said about getting on there, engaging in your community, you know, because I've 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 done a couple of Google searches on how to you know build a, a social media because that's something I'm going to want to do later on down the road. Uh-huh. Um, is is kind of do that. So I'm starting to you know get a little bit now. So it's not a huge priority, but you know, anyways, we're getting there. Sure. Um, but that is one thing that they're they're all like, you got to make sure you do this. You got to use all the hashtags. You got to be posting this many times. You got to be doing this. You got to be doing this. But I I and I've tried those things. And they, yeah, that's good, but it gets you likes on your posts and it gets you a little bit more traction on the post. Sure. But nobody actually follows you. Nobody actually like goes to your profile, looks at who you are. It's just you pop up on somebody's feed, they like your thing and that's it. You know, but the biggest thing that I found that gets you to people to actually follow you yeah. and actually kind of like, you know, engage in what you're doing is doing that, is going on and actually like in getting down in the community. You yeah, know, and actually like liking and commenting, yeah, and, you know, just, sharing, just, yeah, other people's posts. You know, they respond to that a lot better than just like having the right hashtag. Yeah, 
just like posting a, a like just throwing your video out there and like hoping people love and adore you. Yeah. Like that's not a good strategy. You yeah. Know, you got to go show other people that you love and adore music. Or, right. Or whatever you're passionate about, you know? Yeah. I heard this one dude on, on thing, on a fitness <clears throat> thing. He's like, how many times he's like, how do I get good at, you know, good, good on social media? He's like, how many times are you posting? He's like, oh, I post like every day. And he goes, okay, post three times a day mm-hmm. and engage with other people, you know? And then that's when he blew up because he was posting and engaging. Posting and engaging, dude. Yeah. Reddit's, Reddit's really a great good. place to talk to people as well. Reddit. Reddit, Reddit, Reddit is huge, are... man. Yeah, I've been posting my YouTube covers on there and people are just, people. it seems like people are just more genuine on there. Like people aren't trying to brand cool. themselves. They're just trying to fucking like stir shit up and just talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I also notice there's just more opportunities to talk to other people. Just yeah. With similar interests, not even necessarily in something that's like your passion. Necessarily. Right. Totally. Yeah. It's pretty cool because like it yeah. seems like Reddit is more of this like community of friends. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, you know, just shooting the shit. Yeah. Um, dude, Reddit is fucking cool. But, you know, Instagram is so professional. Oh, yeah. It's like your resume. It's your resume. It's <laughs> like, what the heck? You know, yeah, dude. My Snapchat is like my vlog, dude. Right. Instagram. I can't post the things I post on my Snapchat story on Instagram. It's just not the same audience. It's weird. Mm. But anyways, this song is called Taco Porn. Mommy no longer gods to be directed by a recipe. Authentic, it's so limited. Now I'm no longer torn. I'll veg a vegan and eat and meat and sushi. I'll go raw. I'll crisp efficient in addition. Chop your creamy slaw. I'll keto frito mi amigo. Mommy puppy pa. I'll wrap a kitten intermittent in a tortilla. Alright, taco de gatito. We go both ways. Like I'm saying. <laughs> My makes me cry and linger every bite. It's about tacos, just in case you didn't know. It is about tacos, man. A <laughs> little bit of a technologic vibe there. Techno tacos. like Taco Bell. I pledge allegiance to make believe in the United States of Taco America. One nation, taco dependent, with love of tacos for all. Let me, hold me, fill me, hold me, take me in your mouth. One day. <laughs> So this guy came into the studio the other day and he was like, I was like, so how long have you been making music, man? Some random dude. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Dave sent my way from Craigslist or however Dave's finding people. I think Craigslist. Yeah, that's how he found us. And he was like, so I'm, I'm creating this whole digital world about tacos. And I'm like, okay. But first he told me, I was like, so how long have you been making music? And he was like, I don't make music he's like I've, I, I don't have any musical talent and I'm just like is he rapping on that no that was okay. me okay. <laughs> it's like you don't have musical talent whatever dude <laughs> well he does because he wrote the lyrics oh he did he wrote the lyrics and he said and, and he was like yeah I'm creating this whole world about tacos and I need a producer to make a song it's going to be the theme song it's called taco porn and here's the lyrics and I'm sitting there reading these lyrics just like this is incredible because I was just on vacation talking to mom about making parody songs and doing some funny fucking YouTube videos like around like funny stuff. And when I was talking to mom about this, I was making Stromboli with her in the okay. kitchen. Yeah. And then I started rapping about Stromboli. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I come home from from vacation and he, I think that was the first appointment I had after vacation was with this guy. And I knew I was like, I'm supposed to do this song. Like I got to do this. song. <laughs> I got to do taco porn for this guy. And so we made the beat and you know, he paid me for his time and then he paid me for more time. And then I, and I started laying down the scratch vocal cause we're going to hire a female vocalist to sing the high pitch parts. And then we're going to hire a male vocalist to do the rap part. There's the male voice on there. And I think I'm, I'm starting to think I might kind of just want to do it. Yeah, you should just do it. That sounded really good. Just do it and be in the and be in the music video. You think? Because <laughs> that's the catch is that oh, you whoever performs has got to be in the video okay. too. But that's... he told me he was like, "Dude, you you did a great job on that. I would love for you yeah, to do that, it." That sounded good. I mean, you could you could have like a female and, and male actor in the music video necessarily, but you could still be there, be like, "Yeah, no, that that, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually me." Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, a cut mic or something like that. Yeah, lip syncing. 
I thought the the low pitched and high pitched vocals was was the way to do it. But yeah, we spent quite a bit of time getting just a good scratch scratch track down, and he 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 kept telling me no, like sing this line this way, sing this line this way. So you know, as I'm working on stuff at the studio and and comping guitars and stuff and doing all that tedious fine tooth comb shit that we do on our records, like he's texting me and he's emailing me and going, no, change this line on the song. And so then I pull that one up, you know, and punch in on that one part that he wants to change then send it back to him then go to my other stuff. Then I get an email back from him that says, okay, great. Try it this way. And this would do this and this. I'm like, okay, great. So I'll pull his shit up, do that. And that, that filled quite a bit of my time this week, you know, yeah. and I'm starting to really figure out how I can balance all this stuff and just scheduling and, and, and stuff like, now, I, now that I know like 12 to 8 is my time because, you know, I'm at the mercy of my clients. Right. I have to run around and meet whenever they want to meet. I say I'm going to meet with my clients 12 to 8, which is the time frame that I've found most clients want to meet. They want to meet up at noon, uh-huh. you know, and then they want to record for an hour and a half and then they want to eat lunch <laughs> and then they want to get back to it, which is great. You know, we can do things that, that way. But like the other day I had an appointment at 10 a.m. So then... Then I got to fucking figure out how to work that yeah. into my routine. But like I, I did 10 hours at the studio yesterday. And granted, you know, some of those are non-billable hours. I'm not going to get paid for all that shit. But, you know, I'm learning. And um, just having fun, man. I'm going to play this song called Arise here in a second by uh, uh, this guy named Nathaniel. <clears throat> and I don't know what his artist's name is. I wish I could promote him right now, but he says that the stuff he's got out right now is 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 kind of whack, and it's kind of whack. Yeah, it's kind of just old and not done well. And he said he recorded it with a with a record label that just didn't you know have their process down. But you know that's what you got to do with your first album. You got to just chuck it out there, just figure out how to record it, just get it done, and then don't be too picky about it and just let it go. And then you'll have some ideas on how you want to attack your second album when you come back to the studio. Right. Yeah, that you don't have to have it all figured out for that first album. No. You know. Yeah. You, you gotta get you gotta give yourself a little bit of time. Like sometimes your second album is kind of a little bit closer than to your vision. Yeah. Than your first album ever was. Totally. You know. Cause you figure out how stuff works right. on the production side of the curtain. And then you come back with a few ideas. On, on like what you can do better and like how, cause you might've been playing music for years and years and you might be really good at playing an instrument, but being a studio musician is a completely different ball game. You know, it's like, it's like a drummer trying to learn how to sing or a guitar player trying to learn how to play drums. It's like, it's just not, you know, it's a different vein of, of music and, and you don't specialize in it. You're not good at it until you've done it a couple of times, just like everything else. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's um. I can't, I'm just trying to remember of how many like. It's funny though, because like when you have a vision, you go into the studio, um, and you 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 release your first album. You're like, oh, that was really cool. And you come out your second one, and t- and it, it hits your vision a lot closer, right? Yeah. But then everybody else likes your first album better than your second one. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's so funny. I I feel like people just want to have something thoughtful to say. You know, when, when you're when you're doing something like this, when you're doing a podcast or you're doing social media or you're creating content or you're putting out music, like people just want to have something to to say. And like, you know, everybody's been telling us they love that episode that Eric was on. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's just because people have such a hard time going, you know, you and your brother are really cool. Good job doing that podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, I just think that's a foreign thought to some people. And, and to give somebody a compliment? Yeah, to just, to just it, maybe some of it comes from a place of jealousy of like, this guy's doing something cool and I'm not. But like. I just say everybody who said the last episode was awesome <laughs> is jealous. <laughs> <laughs> we really no, appreciate dude. all the, co- the things. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course we appreciate it. I, I, and I, I want to see more of it, you know, and that's why I point something out like that is just because it's like. You know, but like when people come to me and talk about it, they go, oh, your brother is so buff. Like your brother is so hot. Like your brother's so cool. And it's so like. So huge. And I'm like, is that because Devin's cooler than me? Or is it just because <laughs> yes. like no. they don't want to tell me directly 
you know? Yeah, people have a hard time giving people a compliment right to their face because, like, I, I don't know why. It's just a thing. Yeah. It's human nature, I guess. I don't it, know. It doesn't but. feel all that natural. Like, it just, it either feels hollow or, like, disingenuous. There you go. That's yeah. exactly what I was trying wanna, to say. Like, you don't want to feel that way, necessarily. I know. That's what and, I was trying to say, yep. And I hate that, like, because because there's so many times during the day where I just want to compliment the shit out of somebody and just be like, that shirt is fucking cool, man. Like, I love that design. But then they're just like, <laughs> it just always gets a weird response. Yeah, like you earlier, to say. like earlier, you came in and you were telling me about some of the accomplishments that you, you had during the week. And yeah. it was really it felt weird. It felt awkward for me to like say, dude, congratulations. I'm really proud of you for yeah. what you've done. And it was weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. For, it's kind of weird for me too, you know. But I've, yeah. I've realized, dude, that I am fucking addicted to that. Yeah. I am so addicted to affirmation and validation, like <sighs> approval. Like that's one of the topics I was going to bring up in the first 20 minutes. I guess I can talk about it now. but Go for it. Like, we're here. Dad was a big approval addict. He's, Dad was? He's open about it, you know. And and it's just, you know, I think part of it is what fuels me to be a performer and be a creator. Because I want people to look at me and go, holy shit, you're cool. Like, you rock, man. And, uh, you know, so I've been, I've been kind of just reversing that. Just giving that to other people. And the same kind of approval that I want to see, the same type of comments that I want to see on my podcast, I'm leaving on other people's podcasts. Yeah. And I'm going and talking to musicians and I'm leaving you know, comments on their posts about what I think and how they can improve and if I can help. Yeah. You know, Because if I can work with musicians online from home, whoa, dude. Wasn't that, <laughs> wasn't that part of how to win, win friends and influence others? Maybe. Isn't when that, friends I, and influence people, yeah. That one, I feel like that was in that book somewhere. It was just like... Probably. Pay it forward. You know, what you want to see other people say to you, you, you say it to them. That's so huge, especially in business. It's so interesting how that translates so perfectly to business. Like, because that's that's a life lesson, right? That's like to say, you know, what 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 is it again? What's how hmm. to win friends and influence people? Yeah, how to win friends and influence people. And what's the life lesson? Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Yeah. Karma, dude. Karma. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's Wait, a natural see, law. In that's life. ancient wisdom right there. Yeah. Yeah. Ancient wisdom, dude. And like, it just, it's, you know, you do good business and you, you genuinely participate in things. It seems so like counterintuitive to be talking about this because like, it seems so obvious, like, you know, because that's the first thing that social media suggests that you do is connect with people who are like-minded and make friends with people online, you know? Like, that's the best fucking tool for a musician. And just to use it at its most basic form and for its most basic purpose, like, I don't know why it took me so long <laughs> to well, figure it's out. It's so funny because you, you've all, we've all been in this situation where you go to your friend's house or some sort of event where there's a lot of people that you don't know yeah. and you always run into that one dude who just is like, he's just like spewing help, self-help one-liners out of these books and stuff and yeah. you just kind of go, yeah, bro, <laughs> you got it, man. And you're just like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who is this weirdo? Sometimes you got to find the right setting. You got to find the right setting. But the funny thing is, is <laughs> I've been that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah, but the funny thing about that is, is he's, he's correct. He's, he's correct. He's correct. Yeah. Like if you just yeah, yeah yeah figure out how to pay it forward, figure out how to like you know encourage other people, just do unto others what you want them to do to you. Yeah, I butchered that. Um, <laughs> it's the golden rule. It's the, the golden, golden rule, rule bro. Literally the golden rule. And it's been and it's been said over and over and over and over again. It's so many times it's almost cliche. Cliche. It is cliche. It is, yeah. That's why it's cliche because it's been said so many times. Right. That's what Shay Carl says is that cliches are cliches for a reason. Shay Carl. Shay Carl, dude. Dude, bringing it back. He got <laughs> divorced. 
Did he? And remarried. And he had another kid. Is this the whole Shaytards thing? Yeah. Can you believe that? They got divorced, dude? They, it's, wow. Yes. That just, actually. I, yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yes. Eric's like, I'm, you guys aren't going to say it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> can you believe that? Yes. Yes. It turned I can. into a reality show, man. Absolutely, I can. Oh, That's gosh. what I'm thinking, dude. I'm like, dude, did they really get divorced or like, did they just put that on the show? Because, like, Dude, they, they're like, they, I remember I stopped watching Shaytards for a while and then I came back to them and I found out they were divorced and I'm like, what the fuck? So I started reading into it, like trying to figure out what, why did they divorce? What happened? And they're on there just crying in front of the camera, just pouring out their hearts about their divorce and like how horrible it was and why it happened. And, and, and I'm just like. Well, oh my God. I don't, maybe this is not what happened, but most of the time, the thing that you see on the internet is not reality. Yeah. You know, all these, you know, influencers, all these people, they don't, what you see on their Instagram, on their YouTube channel, whatever, that is not them. And you meet them in real life and you're like, who the heck is this? Yeah. This is not who you said, this is not who you portrayed yourself on the internet, right? And that's why all these people are saying, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. And I'm not saying that's what happened with the Shaytards. Yeah. But it could have been that they portrayed this huge happy family where they're, everything's perfect and everything's just, you know. Dandy so, and fine yeah. and beautiful. And- but then the camera turns off and it's not that way, you know. Well, it's like we were just talking about earlier, you know, it's really hard to just be genuine when there's a camera on you. Yeah, it's true. And we've experienced that a yeah, lot with this I'm podcast. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. But it's it's what you need to do because yeah. ultimately you're going to meet somebody on the other side of that camera. Yeah. You know, there, there's exactly. not gonna, you're not going to be on Facebook. You're not going to be, you're just going to be walking down the street and boom, there's somebody right there. Holy shit, it's Devin. It's you, man. What the heck, bro? And I'm like... Ooh, I'm nothing like I am here on the Facebook. I can't wait for that the day. Facebook. Man. It's not, it's a podcast. What are we talking about? Dude, this is everywhere, man. <laughs> right. So I can't remember who it was, but I remember somebody saying, Oh, you're heaven sent? Oh, yeah. What was that? Who was that? Do you remember who that was? No, are you talking about the RuneScape thing? Remember we were, you were playing RuneScape and you, some dude was talking to you about this. About Silver Remains. About Silver Remains. And then you said, yeah, I, we just played a show and it was amazing. Oh, what's your band called? Silver Remains. And he goes, I saw I you. <laughs> that was fucking weird, man. That was wild. Because we're no, no, in no way, shape, or form famous at this. Whenever no, we're even close to famous. We just dropped it on, on, on fucking Spotify and iTunes oh. and everything. And, there, <laughs> and just recently, that same thing just happened again with Silver Remains. Really? So there's less than a thousand streams on all those songs on Spotify. So I don't know how people are hearing it, but. It's per month. Every once per month. <laughs> Yeah, less than a thousand streams per month. That's how oh, they. That's how shit. they do their algorithms. No, 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 no. No, because Corey has all her streams on her song listed there. Really? Yeah. Because when I was looking at like the top ten hits on Instagram or sorry, uh, Spotify, uh-huh. they were like, "This is how it was this month." because it was like Breaking Benjamin and they would have millions upon millions upon millions of views on this thing. And it's like 2.3 million. Oh, no, dude. Not not with Spotify streams. Maybe maybe some other platform. Which one are you streams. talking about? Um, Spotify? Yeah. I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. Because there's, I can see this song that I did, that I produced for Corey called Stuck. It has 249,000 streams. And I've been watching those go up ever since we posted that song. And you posted that a couple months ago? Uh, that was over a year ago, I think. Okay, got it. All right, so yeah, there you go. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, shit, 
We got to talk about this before we move on. Oh, yeah, dude. We don't have a time limit. Have you heard the Hawthorne Theater that is closing? It's closing? And that space is for rent? What? Dude, oh, they didn't survive COVID. No. Surprise. <sighs> dude, I want to buy that building. I wonder how much how much does a building like that cost? I don't know, dude. That I was going to call him this morning. That would be sick. Dude, I want to fucking rent that building. Like I I I I feel like I'm supposed to do it. I feel called. <laughs> but I don't know a, how to get the money. Is that a I think there's like business loans you can do, but you got to have like a plan. Dude, that's what I'm thinking is well, put the plan, yeah. get the plan ready. Well, no and then be bank. like, hey, motherfuckers, buy me this building. Well, no bank, unless you have like a, like I was looking in with my buddy about looking into buying or Space. renting, no, buying land to build building on it, right? And uh, real estate, not real estate. <laughs> to, build like, building. to build buildings. To build buildings. <laughs> They call it a when? building because you build it. Yeah. It's, anyways, so to do a retail space on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and in order to get a good loan and to get a, like, you know, just any bank to want to come and back you and give you the money, hey, here you go. A good, like, rule of thumb is to be able to put a bunch of money down yeah. on it, right? To show that you have skin in the game. You got to have money up front. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, banks are going to be like, Pfft. You're not, you're not serious, <laughs> are you? Are you joking? Yeah, dude. Yeah. But that's just because it's smart on the banks. So I got to go to one bank and get a loan. And then <laughs> to put you buy down the bank. other loan <laughs> with that bank. Hey, so I got... Dude, I'm telling you, if I owned the Hawthorne Theater, bro, I could blow that shit up, Would dude. you keep the name? Probably. You got to. Probably, that's, dude. That's been around a long time. Hawthorne scent? Heaven Thorn? <laughs> Heaven Thorn, dude? Heaven Thorn? That could be a thing. Oh, no. Anyways. Dude, that's Hit me up though. if you have a million dollars and you want to help me build the craziest fucking venue going to business has ever seen. Please, somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I could put the plan together. Gary V says that he buys businesses and then he runs them through the social media machine. Like, which is all the people he has hired working to market businesses on social media. So he buys a business that's not marketed on social media mm. and he runs it through the machine, markets it on social media, and then sells the company after it's a social media legend, you know? And that's what I feel like I could do with the Hawthorne Theater is start advertising on Facebook and platforms besides the fucking Craigslist and, and, and making all the bands like promote themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to find the right type of person to run that if you're not going to run that yourself. Yeah, you got to hire. That's, I would have to hire some people. That's how you, how you get your clean hands It's going to be hard to sell clean. something yeah. like that. Yeah, it is. Could because, be. well, especially right now because you can't right do any yeah. shows. What's the so we'd have to revamp it, dude. We'd have to figure out how to make it so we could have people there social distanced. Dude, VR concerts. Everybody's in their own little cubicle. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, VR man. I don't know. I just want to buy the Hawthorne Theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh Anyways, no. Talk about this song is called Arise. I just recorded this this week. Nathaniel, you rock me. Dave Beatty on the fucking organ, dude. Yeah. Come on! <laughs> Dude, you gotta have the ooze. Well, that's a vocals. Yeah, bro, it's vocals. What? It sounds like an instrument, it huh? It does. Yeah, because we tuned the shit out of it mm. and made it that way. That was like a talk box or something. Almost, almost into head voice right there. That Dang. song is cool, man. Nathaniel's a Christian artist that's probably gonna be on our label if he wants uh, to sign with us. And, um,. Go check out his shit. Maybe it'll be live by the time this is. So I'll put it in the description. How'd you find him? He just, Dave found him. Yeah. Dude, Dave found him. 
Dave Dave's got him. the connections, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had a blast doing that. That's really cool. I got something else to add to my workout playlist. <laughs> Gosh, that was the greatest, most amazing. Now we're potting. transition, transition. Ever, guys. Put that in the time charts. I'm, not doing I'm just anything. like on it with the vocabulary today. Yeah, just record the planetary alignment right now. Uh, <laughs> they are aligned, man. <laughs> yeah. something, something special about that moment right there. Yeah, there's something special going on. <laughs> you like how I always turn these knobs down? I don't, I'm not doing anything with these knobs when I do this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Dude, you just feel important when you're doing that, right? I'm just like, I got to make sure they're all down. <laughs> Then I can. That's what I like about buttons is that you can just look at them and they're they're in the board. You don't even you have to push them. muted. Yeah. You don't gotta wonder if there's a little space there, you know? Because then once you like hit one, and there's a <laughs> there's little bit of space. There's just noise, and then you're just like, oh no. You're like, oh shit. Where are the other ones? You're just at? like, oh no. <laughs> anyway, so I've been wondering, Devin. Have you been wondering? How do I get the best bang for my buck the when best? I'm doing extension pulls? <laughs> you weren't supposed to read that part. Oh. Dang it! What are extensions? I'll bleep that. Don't, no, that was just, that was for me. That was just for me to make sure I remember what the heck I'm talking about. Because if I just leave it up to chance, who knows what's gonna happen? Same, <laughs> dude. Same. Anyways, so here's what it was supposed to say: the best bang for your buck in your workouts. And this is for people who just, if you want to become a better athlete. If you want to look better naked, if you want to perform better in the gym, if you want to get stronger, perform better in the bed. In the bed, oh you want to get bigger, faster, stronger. This this is how you do it, right? So, it's so funny because you always see these memes. It's like the gym on chest day, and it's a packed friggin' parking lot. There's not a parking space available. It's just a packed parking lot, right? Yeah. Then it goes the gym on leg day, and there's nobody there. Yeah. There's nobody there, <laughs> you know? And, and it's just kind of showing this idea of just like, everybody loves to do chest, everybody loves to do biceps, everybody loves to do shoulders. Yeah. Just these things that are going to make them look good, right? But ain't nobody want to do no legs. But nobody want to do legs. Nobody wants to do any extension exercises. Nobody wants to work on their pulling exercises, right? That's not what Chad's do. No, Chad is never. You no, couldn't dude. catch Chad dead. Doing a leg press. Doing a leg press. Well, you don't want to do a leg press either, but you don't want that's to catch, another... You don't want anybody dead to try to do a leg press, I guess. Yeah, you just don't want to do leg presses. Do squats, man. Anyways. Do squats instead. Yes. Leg presses. Anyways, that's another topic for another day. So, what I'm referring to with extensions and pulls, right? Yes. So, think about it. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? You come downstairs and most you, you make breakfast. Right, everybody eats breakfast. Yeah, hopefully. In a perfect world, everybody eats breakfast. Yeah. So, but you make your breakfast. Otherwise, you're not eating. Right. Or you just go out the door. Either way, if you don't eat breakfast, you're in the car and you're reaching forward, you're grabbing your steering wheel, and you're driving the car. Right. Then you go into your office. Right. Okay. You get to work, and then you reach forward and you grab and you start typing or you answer phones, whatever you do. Right. Then you get yes. Everything's out in front of you, swinging hammers, doing whatever, you know. Then you go home and you drive home and you sit in traffic. Then you drive home. Everything's out in front of you, right? Yeah. Then you get home and you make dinner. And then you sit on the couch and you sit there and you watch Netflix. So. So all day, my arms are out here. Arms are out here. And I'm sitting down. Knees are out here, right? So. And then what do we do when we go into the gym? Fucking chest. Fucking bench press, man. (laughs) So you can so hopefully that kind of gets the idea of this point across that everything's forward. Everything's forward, right? And if we're going to uh right, and we so we need to focus more on extension because this is flexion. This knee to chest is flexion, flexion, right? So our body gets stuck in this kind of forward 
positioning, right? Mm -hmm. So when we stand up, we have these the Instagram butt, right, with a crazy lumbar curve. So your 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 butt sticking out, right? Your hamstrings get <laughs> tight, and then all those duck face duck all, face poses, all those duck face poses. Your quads get super tight. Your chest gets super tight. Yeah. Your neck starts to come forward. Oh, that is the worst, man. I've been yeah. laying on my foam roller, dude. Just yeah. like fucking. Yeah. Oh, just trying to get everything back, bro. Like, exactly. So you get it. You get totally. what I'm trying to say here. Totally, bro. So what we need. So when we go into the gym, we need to make sure that we fight that. And if you're one of those people that wants to get faster, we need to get into more of extension. If you want to get stronger, we need to work our back. We need to work our upper upper back, lower back. We need to work our glutes. We need to work our calves. We need to work our hamstrings. Because there's we're seeing that we get sciatica, shooting, burning pain in the backs of our legs. It's because yeah. we're sitting all day, right? Because the, the muscles that take our feet, right? If you're watching on YouTube and <laughs> point our feet out, they get super tight especially when we're sitting, right? So now we're walking and our feet go out, our arches collapse, we get new um, pain. We get all the external rotators in our hips, the ones that are taking your feet and pulling them out, pointing them out like duck feet, right? Yeah. They're getting super tight. So if you try to point your toes forward or if you sit too much, you're going to start getting the shooting, burning pain down your the backs of your legs, right? So And that's from working your quads too hard? Or uh, they just get tight from sitting, right? And then, and then another part of like when you're doing, if you're doing squats mm -hmm. with like this anterior, anteriorly uh, tilted pelvis, right? Sure, yeah. Getting that Instagram butt, right? Right. That is because quads, your hams, I mean, your quads are super tight, your hip flexors are super tight, right? And it rocks that pelvis forward. Yeah. And you get that big lumbar curve, and then when you go in and you do squats, it. Put, it makes the it more of a quad dominant movement okay so then those get super tight right so so you got to do leg curls but then that's the thing <laughs> if we don't fix this extension right we don't stretch our quads we don't stretch our hip flexors and we go directly into just doing like glute bridges and hamstring curls good mornings all of these posterior chain things but we don't stretch the tight muscles in the front then all of a sudden, boom, that's when the, the, the sciatica starts coming in, right? Because now you have tight quads and you have tight hamstrings and they're pulling against each other and you can't move optimally, right? So my buddy was just telling me that he has to get an MRI. He got an MRI. Yes. And uh, his back's hurting. Yeah, it's the bulging disc. Bulging disc, yeah. yeah. So you heard. Yes, I heard about, about this. Gerald. About Gerald. Dang it, man. As I was working with him. And, and this is the thing is because it was like, oh, you, you, you lay this, I, I worked with Gerald, right? So we lay him on his back and his leg maybe gets about this far off Dude, the ground. Dude, he is not flexible, bro. Because his hamstrings are super tight, right? So then he goes out and he works without, out with somebody that's not me. And I don't, I hope I never meet this guy because anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and what he does is he just takes his leg and it crams it into his chest. Boom, and just shoots the disc out the back of his, yeah, out of his spine. Oh, fuck, dude. And the thing is, and you go like that, you lift his leg off the ground, you feel that tight hamstring, and you go, oh, it's the hamstring. That's the problem. No, 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 no. The hamstring is shortened because it's weak, not because it's tight, not because it's, you know, overactive, right? Now you take that thing and you shove your shin into your chest, Boom, you just shoot that. You just shoot that, that disc out the back. Oh, my God. That's the worst image. Because your, your leg hits end range of motion, and now all of a sudden you have to smash your lumbar spine into, yeah. into this flexed position, right? Oh, shit. And you're, so you have to go really slow. You got to go slow. You got to make sure that that like back... butt sex. I don't know anything about <laughs> butt sex, but... I can't believe I just said that in the podcast. Oh, it's out there now. <laughs> <laughs>
But that's the thing is like, it's not just because you see, you think that you got a tight hamstring. It doesn't mean that it's because that's the issue. Right. Yeah. Anyways. So if you want to get the best bang for your buck, bringing it back, right? Woo! Banging the buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Austin, we're not banging the buck. happening oh, i have no well, idea aren't you excited to be here Eric? <laughs> so the bang for your buck what you're referring to is your energy your the amount of power you have going into the gym how are you going to maximize maximize efficiency maximize sure. your time maximize the effectiveness of your workout right not yeah. necessarily like um strength yeah or okay sorry no not necessarily like muscle size or but one or one aspect of one fitness aspect. or bodybuilding in yeah, particular. Exactly. Because let's just take this for example. Like I started, I did this this trigger session thing I mentioned back, right? Uh -huh. And it was all about posterior chain, kind of upper back, right? And all of a sudden I started and I stopped I stopped working on my chest. I stopped working on my uh, my quads, right? And I started working on hip extension. I started working at overhead, right? I started working on upper back strength, low back strength, extension type mm -hmm. exercises. And all of a sudden, my bench press went through the roof. My snatch went through the roof. Like my, you started lifting more weight in yes, those areas? Yes, got stronger. I didn't do any chest. Yeah. I want to emphasize that. Didn't do any chest. Didn't do any overhead press. Right, just, but just worked on posterior chain, so back, glutes, hamstrings, and calves. Right. Yeah. And I started working on those, and I started working on kind of opening my chest up, getting my hips neutral, right, and being able stretching my hip flexors, stretching my quads, um, and just being able to get into this extended position, right. And it's really hard to explain over a podcast. So if this isn't making sense, make sure you reach out to me. I'd, I really want to make sure that people understand this because it's so important so you don't end up like Gerald with a bulging disc. Fuck, Gerald! I'm sorry, Gerald. Um, <laughs> it really makes me frustrated um, because it's, it's so easy to avoid. But anyways, that's besides the point. And then here's the kicker. As you do this... Now, all of a sudden, your posterior chain is stronger. Your upper back, you have better shoulder retraction. You have a better stable shoulder. Look, your bench press is going to go up, right? Yeah. You go and you do, you get, you work on hip extension. You get, and you level out your pelvis. Now, all of a sudden, your squats are going to go up yeah. because your glutes and hamstrings are, are actually doing something during the lift. And that's not all on your quads. Yeah. And you're not going to burn out your knees doing it. Hopefully, this is making sense, right? Yeah. Plus, on top of that, we already do so much in front of us. We already do so much in front of us. We don't need to spend so much time working on the bench press. We don't need to work so much time on the biceps and triceps and shoulders, right? Yeah. If you work on the posterior chain, work on being able to level out your your pelvis and getting that full extension through the hips. So the posterior chain, everything behind you, everything on your back, yeah. Because remember when you were going through it, you're talking about your your delt, your uh, your lats, yep, your glutes, your hamstrings, and your quads, calves. That's like the back, your calves, yeah. So that's like the back half of your body. Yep, everything that you, if you look in the mirror, everything that you see. That's the anterior. Everything that you can't see. Anterior is yeah, forward? Is in the front. Everything that you can't see is the posterior. Posterior. And that's what you want to work. That's what you want to work because, yeah, because everything we do is, is the front muscles get tight and the back muscles have to adapt to that. Exactly. They have to lengthen, right? So if, if that's the case, which it is for most people because of all the things you explained, reaching mm -hmm. forward, fucking yep. sitting down, you have to strengthen the back muscles and loosen the front muscles. Yes. Yep. Strengthen the posterior chain, loosen up the anterior chain. Yep. Which is all the muscles that we love working because those are the muscles that we can see. Those, in the the mirror, show muscles, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, you take your shirt off. What do people see? They see your abs, they see your chest, they see your anterior shoulders and biceps. Yeah. You know? What that's, that's what they info. see. I think you use a lot of, you got a lot of big words. <laughs> yeah, I try. You know. I, and that's why I love having you here. So you can be like, whoa, 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 slow down. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. But, English, Devin. But, you know, that's these things have got, have got to be explained multiple times because mm -hmm. 
you know, people, it, I, I know you've been telling me this stuff for years and it's, it's, you know, I still feel like I learned something new every time I talk to you, bro. So I've been telling you this for a long time and only in the past three weeks have I actually implemented it. Mm. Just full transparency, you know, and it, I've, I've, I've seen the results and I've seen the, um, just the whole thing with Gerald has really kind of made me go, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, because I started to get that pain in down, shooting down the back. Like the other night I was up for like two hours because there was some pain shooting down oh, the back of my man. leg, you know, and I'm like, dang it, I got to go practice what I preach, bro, yeah, you dude. know? Well, dude, I, I yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way. Because like I said, I, I talk about meditation every single fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. But like... I just recently like started meditating consistently. Yeah. And I, I am I am breaking down emotional barriers. I am like growing mm-hmm. and becoming more and more humble every day. And right. like it's 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 awesome. You gotta meditate, you gotta sit with yourself, you gotta, you know, stare at those things that, you know, sicken you about yourself and you yeah. gotta get to the bottom of it and find out why am I behaving this way and how can I let it go? You know what you got to do? You know, there's no, there's no other person on this entire earth that spends more time with you than you do. Yeah. You know, so in your heart of hearts, you really know what you got to do. That's right. So it's really just taking the time of getting yourself to do these things, right? Uh You know, working on extension. Yeah. (laughs) Working on the poles, right? And it's, it's going to make, Huge, huge leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds, dude. That's what we're looking for, man. Are we done here? I think we're done. All right, guys. Here we go. (laughs) Get ready for some wisdom. Here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to (laughs) do. You got to go find us on social media and give us a follow and send us your questions. Do it. At Pod Heaven Austin Devin is our tag. On Instagram, Facebook, and what's YouTube. That's what's up. You can also tweet us at PodHeavenAD. There you go. AD. If you watch us on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe for more. Thanks for listening to Pod Heaven. Boom. See you next week. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That was yeah. a great episode. That was awesome.